Hey there, it's Ariel Hawani, one-third of the fastest-growing show in combat sports. I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm P.T. Carroll, and together we are 3 Puck. Join us on the Spotify Live app after every UFC pay-per-view and become a part of the best community in mixed martial arts. Or if you can't make it, check out the Ringer MMA Show podcast exclusively on Spotify. See you then. Love yous. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans at Empower What's Next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Peter Rosenberg! Shout out, Zach Edwards. The majesty. Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat, yours truly, your forever 24-7 champion, coming to you live from New York City, recording this on a Wednesday evening after 9 o'clock because we are doing everything in our power to get the 35 under 35 dippers down the show. He, report, right. he reportedly will be here in moments, but already here. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. That's right. The physically large stack guy, Greg. I feel like I should welcome you back to the show. These past couple episodes, we had a shoemaker and Kaz. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's um, it's good to be back. <laughs> it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Um, you know, didn't know exactly how things were going to play out there. Um, from um Nashville. But as it turned out, um, I am replaceable on Cheap Heat with Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> it can be <laughs> Cheap Heat with uh, as long. Hey, listen, I will say this. As long as one of us is there, I'm okay with it being called Cheap Heat. That's right. I mean, it's now like we- it feels a little weird because obviously the dynamic changes quite a bit. But it's still I can play along because some of Cheap Heat was in attendance. Right. I held it down. I, I think I held it down. You know, we have some. Uh, listen, interviews. I saw Bianca. She told me you held it down. Did she say that? She, she did. That. I asked her. I said, how'd my boy do? She was like, <laughs> he was good. He, was, he told me later he was nervous. Or he told you, you told her at some point you were nervous. She was like, nah, he was good. Oh, yeah. Then you did see it because I did tell her that. See? Because it was like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, me and Kaz had a great dynamic. And obviously me and Shoemaker, you know, we go way back on Cheap Heat. So we had a great dynamic. But I told her, I was like, you know, when you got a, a tag team partner for seven, almost eight years, rocking and that changes a little bit you know 
It's a scary it, moment. It's up to you. It's up to you to make sure that you know that you that you know everything that you think you know and that you can handle it. You know, imposter syndrome kicks in a little bit, but it does um, of course yeah. it does. But yeah, held it down. You damn right you did. Um, all right, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, is there anything big outside the week outside the ring this week? Um, honestly, I don't. I didn't see any news that didn't pertain to like things that happened in ring so you know obviously you know rick flair had his last match um that went off without a hitch apparently um you know the roast we were at the roast we did go to the roast a fun time hilarious and and i gotta say too man they lived up to the roast name like they pulled no punches on on oh no they were they worked they they worked a little stiff they ripped them apart Um, they worked a little stiff shout out to uh our friend Ange Gold, Andrew Goldstein, who wrote a lot of it and show ran the whole thing, did a great job. Yeah, the, his the, jokes the, his jokes landed very well. I gotta say, not the, just because he's my man, but like, well, let's not I let's not like reveal which jokes were his. <laughs> I know, I know. I want to keep them safe. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that I I know which some of the jokes that were. Well, his. I'll tell you I'll tell you one joke. If you didn't see any clips of the roast, the joke that probably hit the room the hardest that I think most people talked about was. This dais is so white. If it was any whiter, Chris Jericho's wife would storm the Capitol with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that it, it was the perfect blend because it's an insider joke. Like, you got to know to know. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, the average person would not know, would not understand the reference point whatsoever. But to everyone in that room, mwah, yeah, it's perfectly. still topical enough to repeat outside and have people like get it because you can put together the context clues once the punchline hits by the way speaking of uh the week's events re- regarding rick flair how about a shout out to our friend frank the clown who ended up on the rick flair's last match card <laughs> did <laughs> you see that so I-, I saw the clip that he posted on the grab <laughs> you saw him getting super kicked by I jacob did. fatu i did, I did. So I very, very cool that Frank got to be a part of that show. Um, it looked pretty cool, by the way. The setup was pretty cool, man. I got to give props. I got to give props to Conrad. Yeah. Um, For pulling off just the whole weekend and really doing it in a way where like, you know, listen, did it feel like a WWE show? No, of course not. But it certainly didn't feel like indie bullshit either. No, no, all. By the way, all well, there respect, was there was some indie BS though that, and all due respect to indie, all due respect to indie bullshit. But right. I'm just saying it didn't feel the events did not feel small. The room was packed for the roast, big room. It looked pretty packed for Flair's last match. Yes, card wise, SGG. You know me. I am not the kind of wrestling fan who wants to turn on a card full of matches that don't have storylines that i'm invested in it doesn't right. like work for me that well and shout out to rick flair for for putting together a storyline that people can get invested in going into that last match too and, and by like, the way Jarrett too yeah and Jarrett was really like Jarrett was working it the whole time i saw Jarrett at SummerSlam and said something about the match and i swear to god he was working he was like <laughs> he was like flair's last match more like his last breath i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah so so props to Jeff Jarrett, Karen Jarrett, uh, Jay Lethal, um, and of course Andrade. But uh, it looked, you know, listen, everyone was worried. What did I say? From the very beginning, I was not worried about Nietzsche. Now, I'll tell you one thing. The, the real last hurrah in WWE for Ric Flair was 2008, correct? Yes. That's 14. I'm sorry, I love you. I'm sorry I love you was WrestleMania 24 right we're approaching 39 okay so it was 14 years ago and I will say the age difference between being in your what late 50s to early 70s yeah that is um man that time flew you know what I mean it really like because the fact of the matter is Flair was old then but he was still like working matches that you could like call a wrestling and competitive. Yeah, yeah. Like you could believe it is competitive and it was just interesting. Like, listen, he did a fantastic job, but this obviously felt different. You know, there's, there's no way around it. You truly believe seeing it, that it was the end. 
But congratulations. I'm glad he got to have the moment. And I'm sure this one hit even different after he thought he was going to die a few years ago. Yeah. So I'm happy that Nate had his moment. Um, we got to see him briefly. Yo, we walk up to the roast. <laughs> yeah. Walk around the back entrance. Entrance. We're at the wrong entrance, by the way. We, we <laughs> but luckily, we ended up at the back entrance, where I guess all the VIPs and celebrities and and you know the the entrance that you belonged at. It wasn't the one they sent us to, but it was definitely yep. the one you belonged at. You know what, SUG? You're exactly right. So. We, we show up, and shout out to Steve K and Conrad, the guys who took care of us, gave us great seats, Word. put us right in front. Had SGG up there laughing at every joke. It was it was a riot, yo. Like, they had, they, you know VP, like, I, I know sell if I'm not feeling it. No, no, you it was it was funny. I, I told it everyone, I, I thought it was really, listen, were there a couple of rough moments? Sure, but generally, it was super funny. And shout um, out to the, the warm-up comedian who told the crowd, like, yo, if you if you feeling it, laugh. If you're not feeling it, groan. Yeah, do it all. Whatever, but like, Just feel we, it. Like we don't exactly. So there was some groans. Like people, were, it was some uh, some. So so we walk up though, and we're on the list. We're taken care of, but we go to the wrong entrance, and we walk up. And as we walk up, we're like, oh, where are we going? And then we look to our right, and Ric Flair is just walking towards the place. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, oh, well, we're I in guess the right spot. We're in the right spot. Said hello to Rick, went inside. No one said a word to us. Conrad, this is the one thing you should be concerned about next time. No one. I just <laughs> walked in the back. Yeah. We walked through the VIP in the back. Saw, I saw all the talent. All the talent was standing around. We walked right past. No one said a word. We pop out on the floor. And at this point, I'm like, well, we don't have our tickets. Let's just figure out where our seats are. We look around. Our names are on a piece of paper on the seat. So we're good. Yep. So shout out to them. They took care of us. But security wise, we just want to tighten that up one one little notch. But, it but was, not not too much though, because I gotta say, I mean, if I, I wonder if it was just me, how early I would have been stopped. So the fact you know what I mean? I enjoyed that little bit of freedom. So, you know, think about it, but don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't make that's it. That's a great tight. point. That's don't a great point. We don't need tight. we don't need too much. I will tell you, it was a well run show. And yep. it looked like the uh, Ric Flair's last match was the same way. So I uh, hope everyone enjoyed all of that. And shout out to those guys. SGG SummerSlam itself. And I'm told Dipperstein, he just hit me up. He's He's been called. He's been he's now on a call with business affairs. Who knows what that means? I don't know what that but, means. I don't know. But he will be on shortly. Um, your your thoughts on SummerSlam. It was a great show, I got to say. And and that main event, you know. On Raw, they they showed some headlines and some tweets of everybody talking about it. And uh, one of them was, I believe, the New York Post that said the main event stole the show. And I, I have to take a little bit of exception to that. Because the main event is supposed to be the show. It's supposed to be the match of the night. It's supposed to be the one that everybody talks about. And that SummerSlam main event, Last Man Standing, Brock Roman, absolutely delivered um, in that department. For all the people who, who might have said... You know, they tied the WWE going to this well. They don't know what else they could do. We've seen it all. When he lifts the ring with the tractor and the match goes another 10 minutes, you realize you have not seen it all and that that main event was unlike anything we could have ever imagined. They found they found a way. Yeah, they did. They They found a way to make this something. And that's not always easy. Even with two great talents, if you've done it many times, it's not necessarily easy. They found a way to make it special. Um, and shout out to um, Graves and Michael Cole, who were tremendous on that call. Oh, yeah, and I watched it back. They did a phenomenal job. Was Byron on that one, too, or just them, too? No, it was just those two, Graves and Michael Cole. They 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 did a great job. Um, Cole had that moment that, count faster for the love of God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um they they made it feel like something. And in the end I also think they managed to somehow have Roman just beat Brock again and Brock didn't lose anything. No, because you know what? It took everything. It took, you know, going through multiple tables. It took Paul Heyman some Paul Heyman physicality, both Usos, Mr. Money in the Bank. Um, getting blasted with both title belts and then literally being buried 
before it put him down. So, like, because of that, how do you really look at Brock Lesnar anyway, except like a warrior? And then in the end, when it all ended, he, he came out. <laughs> right, he did. They still had him climb out of all of it and stand up tall at the end. Yeah. So, I don't... Do, do people speculate that Brock's going away? I am, just because that felt emphatic. Like, that felt like like a good last hurrah. And what made me feel that way was... um. You know, after the show went off the air, Brock, the ring is still elevated, by the way. It might still be elevated. Um, but he goes into that corner that's, that's elevated, picks up his cowboy hat, puts it on his head, and then, like, sits down in the corner. And then they dim the lights and then, like, you know, thank you for coming to SummerSlam, blah, blah, blah. But all of that felt final. And I'll be shocked if we don't see that footage in a network documentary, Peacock special or something somewhere because it just looked it looked like like a goodbye wow i just came up with an idea thanks to the way you verbalized that a, a, pe- a peacockumentary a peacock <laughs> exactly a peacockumentary <laughs> now i gotta tell you guys speaking of uh of documentaries okay i hope you're watching every sunday night on a and e because i'm not i swear to you I'm not just putting my own show over because I'm not even going to talk it's, about it's it. It's Maze, though, by the way. So. It is a fun show with real wrestling conversation on television. Like that, it, it's not it's not a worked wrestling show. Like it is a real conversation in sort of a sort of nerdy podcasty way on yeah. TV. So it's that, it's that, not worked in the sense that you, you don't have a script and they're not telling you what to say, but in the sense that Booker T is there and sometimes you never, you, with a wrestler, with a pro, like a, a, a Hall of Famer, let alone a two-time Hall of Famer, you never know when they're dancing on that line and when you're getting bored. Well, no, no, of course. But what I'm saying is we're not there to be part of storyline or say things to keep storyline. Right. You know? Um, so it is, so that that existing on, you know, on network TV, on cable TV is very, very cool. But- I'm not even here to talk about Smack Talk, which is every Sunday night at 11 o'clock on a okay? The main I'm event here to t- of Superstar Sunday. Stu- Superstar Sunday, though, I kid you not, is a great bleeping time. Like, yeah. it, the, the biography this past week was absolutely a joy, Kurt Angle. And then... The rivals angle Lesnar phenomenal. Yeah. And then next week, it's Lex Luger, who may be the best one of the whole batch. And that one I'm excited about because I don't know much about Lex. I don't know. I don't know a lot about Lex. Well, that's I, I didn't know almost anything. So uh it's awesome. And then it's followed, I believe, by the Monday Night Wars rivals. And I, I'll say this too, man. You know, people might see that and say, what can they tell us that they haven't already told us? Or like, how can they tell this story in a way that that feels fresh? They managed to do it with Brett and Sean. So I feel like Monday Night Wars is a layup. Because we heard way more about Brett and Sean than we have about the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, I'm. you're going to dig it. You're going to dig it. So anyone who's just looking for something on Sunday to watch, I'm telling you, even like your partner who's not that into wrestling will probably enjoy it. The docs are really, really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, me and Crystal enjoyed the Bella's biography. Of course you did. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You're one of the biggest Bella's guys in the of business course. today. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Oh, do we have him? Let's see. Hold on. I'm going to try. This is a momentous moment for the wow look at him look at him in all his glory i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna believe that he cleaned up for us beautiful tie 
Power knot. Is that a is that a half Windsor or a Yeah. No one by the <laughs> way, no one should hold on, let's hold on, let's hit his music first. Was it the Smasher or the Smasher? <laughs> the Smasher. Yeah. They're saying the Smasher. Um, Dip, we, 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 what you've missed so far, we talked about the Ric Flair of it all. Um, we've spoke about, just now we're speaking about the A&E of it all, because I, I don't think Dip has watched any of it yet. By the way, Unbelievable. Dip's barely, uh, he barely resembles the human being he was a month ago. He's 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 barely watched wrestling. He hasn't watched he hasn't watched my A and E show yet. This that's is unbe- that's unbelievable. It's this is a this is a different different version of Dipperstein we've ever seen before. Um, pardon me, I flew clip, to New York to clip see the, so you can keep up with our work. Pardon <laughs> me, I flew to New York to watch you tape it. Yeah, that's true. He came to New York to watch me tape an episode, but then he's he's been completely under it ever since. You, you look, look you, you, you look fantastic. You look fantastic. Um, so we didn't. We haven't done that much on SummerSlam. We just put over the main event. Uh, what did you think about the main event? Do you think it was something? That's right. <laughs> slamming and slamming. I wonder what was actually supposed to happen with the uh, with the, the the dump truck or whatever that was. I don't know. All these the trucks tractor? to me as a, as a. Um, as a as a basically less than a man, I, I I lump all of these trucks together. Right to me, I don't a know dump what kind of truck, truck that a was. Pickup a, truck, a tra- a garbage gar- truck, trailer, tractor, anything that's bigger than a uh, a Range Rover to me is is they all just get lumped together. It was a what was it? SUG a it dump was a truck? tractor. It was a tractor. So it was a tractor. Look at me on the same way. So what? <laughs> was, yeah, of course you are. It was a tractor. Okay. Well, your defense, he did dump Roman into the ring with it, so you know. True. What do you think? What do you think that they were trying to do with, like, what do you think? Like the actual, I think it probably wasn't the corner. Do you think he was trying to get the corner up? How do you think they did that? What are your, Wait, what are your I mean, we saw exactly how they did it. I think, I oh. think he had to get the corner up though, right? Because if he could have lifted, if he would have lifted it from the center, I don't know if it would have worked the same way. You know, um, it reminds me of my days, sort of working. Um, with the tractors and, you know, uh, sitting sort of on the back of my father's tractor. Right. Uh, when I was, when I was younger, it sort of reminds me of my days on the farm. Um, and so I can, I can relate to, uh, to being, you know, handling heavy machinery like that. It's weird that you spent so much time on the farm and yet don't remember the names of the trucks. Well, he was, he was just a young, a young, a young lad in the, in those Dipperland ranch days. So he doesn't. Right. It's a it's a it's a different it's a different sort of thing. Um, I think it was executed how they wanted. But to answer the question: Was that match something? Did you feel it was something? I think that the schmaz at the end was something. I I didn't feel like like no matter how you slice it, we've seen the match three hundred times. And no matter if he if whoever is the last man standing, a last man standing match to me is like a nothing. I don't even know what it is. Is that even a stipulation that excites anybody? Is anyone excited by last man standing? Well, no one last, wants, no, Saturday, no one wants no, the other person all gonna to be, be standing. No matter what. It's going to be downhill after, that, after Saturday. <laughs> so what? I said it's all going to be downhill after Saturday. So after Saturday, no. But before that, yeah, it was, it was a stipulation to excite me. So you will never be excited about Last Man Standing again. They've not, ended Last Man Standing. Not that I'll never be excited, but I mean, this one feels very hard to top. Oh, you, you're that you were that excited. I mean, look, here's the deal. I like the paper. Most people were oh, very excited about it. I thought the pay per view was excellently executed. Excellence of execution. Wow. Pay per view. But I really enjoyed it. And yet you're not. This is see. This is why people need you on the podcast because this take is just bizarre. So you loved the pay per view, but you didn't love the main event. Love. I mean, I like the gimmicks, the few gimmicks that they did. The burying with the debris, I think we've seen. We've seen a, a debris. We've seen our enough we've of seen debris. Yeah, we've seen that. We've seen the debris. It was the um, ring picking up that made it truly different. Yeah. At the end it, of the day, I was I was happy that the rock uh, that the rock. 
I was happy that Roman Reigns won. I think that what you'll probably see is you'll you'll have him have you'll he's not going to lose the title now. I mean, I was wrong completely about my take, which I can admit. I mean, yeah, there's you couldn't have been more wrong. Well, I was <laughs> only I only if they killed if they had actually if they'd actually executed Brock Lesnar. That would have been the only way you could have been more wrong. Well, they had Austin in my defense, they did have Austin Theory like tease something. I don't know. They did. They're they involving did. Austin Theory. Oh my god, by the way, that's enough with the teasing of the, tw- the oh, they yeah. love the teasing, the teasing of, of the briefcase but oh. like right when he's about to give it to the ref he falls down in the bri- we've seen well, this you know, before he was f5 but or yeah f5 in this case but we've seen this before too but okay all right so yeah you were almost right but guess what you weren't remotely right and i'll say no, this about the Austin theory thing which which is something that could be said all night is that they they peppered in some pops for the crowd at just the right times like and they not just for the live crowd but for social media for sure like the austin theories teased cash in ronda turning heel and beating people up um bailey returning and forming a faction they peppered in becky some, turning face becky turning face yeah they peppered in some random pops at just the right time with like yeah we've seen all of these things to before but strung together the way they did it really did make for for like you said an excellent excellently executed show and a fun I mean, show i think let's just go through it if you want i i absolutely i mean y- you can't just have the street profits lose again without doing an angle or a storyline with the two of them the, well they it, did it's, now exactly the credibility is gone from the street profits in my opinion we love the street profits we love we now we feel about montez Ford. we don't need to state it for the 15th time but on this podcast but you you they cannot lose again without having an angle between the two of them. They've been teasing it. They do that. They must break up. Good night. Good luck to the Street Profits. Okay? It's time to turn Montez Ford heel and let him be a good heel work towards a championship superstar. It's going to be Angelo turning. Of course. Especially too, because Montez, Montez addressed that comment on Monday when he looked at Angelo and was like, oh, yeah, people are talking about us breaking up. We'll never break up. I love you, bro. He said this right on Monday before he went off to face Seth Rollins. And that's that's what has me leaning with Rosenberg is that because Montez is the one saying I'm not going to turn on you, that Dawkins will be the one to turn on him. I will say I, I sat there. I watched the pay-per-view with the kickoff show group. We, we were all like sort of um, on call in case it rained. So we were all sitting there watching from like the top of the stadium together. And when the match ended, I was talking to Kayla. I'm like, this is it. Here's the breakup. If they lost, they have to break up. You cannot just have them yeah. lose again and think that we're going to care about them as a tag team right now. Because if you get 19, listen, the Usos are one of the great tag teams of all time. I love them. But from a believability standpoint of dominance, they're not the brothers of destruction. Okay. Okay. The Street Profits should be able to eventually beat them. <laughs> and to lose to them yet again, I was just like, here's going to be the moment. I wonder why they didn't do it there. Maybe they thought there was too much going on. But man, and and, and to your point, SGG, Monday they give us another hint. Yep. But, but what I just, what, with like Dip saying, I wonder what they're waiting for. Like you're not helping. I don't think either of them are being helped by now dragging this part of it out. Because if you wait, if they wait another month, one month from now, the Street Profits are going to be less relevant than they are this second. Because as the weeks go on and they're removed from the title picture, you, we, all know the ta- we all know the tag division in WWE has room for about two tag teams to be relevant on each show. After that, you're Joe well, Not Marriages. even since they combined the titles. Not even that. Right, right. Let me interrupt here. Let me let's let's take it a step further in fantasy book. This is what I would like to see happen. Okay, you had Becky Lynch now turn face. Okay, yeah, right, you did. Yeah, right, you did. They should be having, which Rosenberg has has talked about for. You know where I'm going with this. They should have had Bianca. They should have done a double turn with Bianca Belair. Have Bianca Belair turn heel with a heel Montez Ford and have them just run amok in WWE as the heel tag team. Or you know the, the heel mixed tag team of the cinch. Okay, they're, they're, I mean they, storyboarded though. How do you get? How do you get there? Because I mean, turning, you get you get it. You get turning there. Montez is easy, but like, how do you get the Bianca turn? 
I don't know. Figure like it Becky, out. They could have well, done they, it separately. Well, they, well, with, with, this is your fantasy. I'm trying to see how you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're trying to how see what, what's his fantasy. I'm fantasizing the result <laughs> of the uh, of the fantasy. Oh, God. I'm fantasizing <laughs> the result of the fantasy. Okay. By the way, Troy. By the way, Troy. Don't re- don't remove Dip's phone rings from the show. We need them all to be in there. It's crazy <laughs> if, what's happening. If he's even recorded the right way. And, I know, and we're hoping he's recording the right way. Am I not recording the right way? It looks like it. No, no. Okay, we, well, we, we can't see your computer. We have faith in you. We have, well, we have limited faith. But there's faith. <laughs> we, have, we have the appropriate amount of faith in you. <laughs> exactly. We just right. need, you, you got it. But they can't do it, though, Dip. Listen, it's my dream. But right now, Bianca Belair is the most over with kids person, maybe in the company. It's not happening. She's Cena. Like right now, they probably see her like a future Cena. She's going to be this character forever. I know. And I I have to tell you, you. I I, I have to tell you, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. We don't don't want the skipping. We don't need skipping. I I might have to bring it up to her. I'm like, I feel a real kinship to Montez and Bianca. I really do. So I should just tell them my true feelings. Okay. Whoever is advising her to do the hair thing the entire. Do you know how long that ramp was? No, that ramp was ridiculous. Do you know how long she had to twist her hair for like that? Like, it's just not reasonable for a badass ass kicker to do this for literally two minutes. It's so wild. Come out. Do it once. I know her little thing goes. Comes out. You hear her thing. Do it. I'm on my own. She stops. She goes down to the ring. She gets up. She does one more time on the apron. She gets into the ring. But do you it's, think? Do you think their philosophy, like, is something geared toward kids? Like you said, like she's so happy. Like the way they tell baby faces, like always be smiling and blah blah blah. Is like they save the badassery for when the bell rings instead of making it the full presentation from the entrance because that connection. Yes, with the but kids? I, I I think you're correct. I think that is what they're doing. I think also. Well, that I sucks because I'm not a kid, so. <laughs> right, right. And, and I know Dip I know Dip will agree with this. They also, at times, don't trust the audience. So they don't believe you're going to remember Bianca's hair. So it's like we have to show you this is her thing. It's like, dude, she's her hair is eight feet long. We're not going to forget it's the gimmick. Like, we get it. She does it's, need a thing, though. Like, if you take that away from her entrance walk, you got to give her something. Why? Like, why? Why? Who has things on their entrance walk? What kind of conversation? Everybody has like a pose or something. Like, okay, it's not hard to find. The flipping and the skipping is too much. Enough with the flipping and the skipping. We love Bianca Belair. She's major, okay? The highest level. But we don't need the skipping and the flipping the entire way down the entrance. It looks looks cartoonish. Yeah, it looks too cartoonish for me. And she, like, she's literally the most mage person. But by the way. Just for the record, they did this to Cena his entire career. I always waited for the T-shirts to change. I always waited for the colors to die down. I always waited for there to be one more shirt that I might actually want to get. It never happened. It the video never game shirt that just dropped, you didn't want to get that one? Which one? The latest one, the one that's out right now, the black no. one. No, no. What does it say? Um, I can't remember. I can't recall. It's like a is, video game shirt, though. It's like a yeah. They've done video game shirts. The- yeah, I'm fine. And listen, I'm not saying they're all bad. <laughs> Some of them are better than others. But the point is, like, when I see pictures of Cena in the green with the purple, never give up, and the orange one, and the, we have all these different things we pictured. Every three months, they change. And I was like, at some point, his character will develop a little more, and it won't be that. It didn't because he's it's works. And, and the at kids, the end of like the, you said, yo, they're, they're not selling sacrificing it. the kids. They're selling the figure. They're selling the video game. They're so, I, I get it. But I do think I will say this, and I will go to my grave believing this, God willing, not for a very long time. You can still do that and sell all of it without having to just beat it to death. You don't have to. Like, Bianca could not do it for two minutes straight, and it would still be effective, except guess what? Maybe, listen, maybe I'm the only one. Maybe no, I don't think I- so. I think we just entered in that, like, because what they're doing now is they're building the nostalgia train for the next generation. So, like, this stuff isn't clicking with us because it's, like you said, it's not, well, or maybe I said it, and I agree still with what I said earlier, if I said it, but it's not, it's not for us. 
But what I'm saying is it could they could still make it a little more for us without sacrificing the other people. Like little kids, if she does a little less of the little kid stuff, little kids are not going to be like, nah, uh, I'm sorry. What is she a heel? What is she a bad guy? What's wrong with her? Why'd she stop flipping her hair so much? They're not going to do that, but you could make her a little more badass to the older audience. You know, that that's, that's all I'm saying. Um, by the way, I thought Bianca and Becky were a great start to the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed their match. So I know, I mean, I know there were some people who were not excited by this card because of the rematches, but I think all the big rematches turned out to be pretty damn good. Dip, what, I did what, too. Dip, you didn't like Becky, Bianca? No, I thought it was a good match. I mean, I'm not jumping up and down. There's no jumping. I'm not jumping. I, I, I didn't say jumping. I mean, I, I wasn't jumping. But I like the pay per view a lot. I thought the presentation was fun. I liked the Bailey return. I liked the last. Uh, the Bailey return the though, was done in such a weird way. Too. Oh yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't done well. But it was. It was something. Oh, it was something. Yeah. yeah was something. If we're looking for something, it was something. The Dakota Kai premiere. By the, the way, uh, the 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 Dakota Kai Io Shirai of it all, or Io Sky of it all. It's so funny because I know that her EO Sky. I thought it was a mistake. No, I think no, she's EO Sky. Let now. me just say one more thing. But the, the fact that they don't, give, they didn't give um, Bailey, which is her strength in someone, some people's opinions, not necessarily mine. But her strength is on the mic. They didn't give her the mic to have a make make a make a statement on on Sunday on Saturday. I mean, well, come on, give her the mic. Well, yeah, if you're if you're gonna come out and just have her stand. And, well, and point gonna, and, and, and like look and look. How about this? How about this? How about this? Two things I want to offer about this. Number one, Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. I popped Twitter really big. It was a great moment to understand the difference between Twitter and the live crowd. Because at least to me, SUG, it didn't feel that big. The reaction didn't feel that big in there. I was amongst the marks. So, I mean, I got no. Nah. So everyone was popping. Yeah. They didn't even announce it big. Well, on TV, it didn't, it didn't, they didn't like, they, the Bailey thing was a big deal. And then when the other two came out, like they didn't make, like Corey. But the obvious well, that's why Bailey should have come out last. They should have done it. It's so like, obvious EO that Bailey comes out last NXT, though. Then why Dakota, would, because she's returning and was released and then do Bailey. Why, why would Bailey not come out last? That was like. Because, yeah, everyone go, oh, then that way you have the people who go, oh, I don't even know who the Dakota Kai is. Oh, I don't really know Io Shirai. I don't really remember her. Oh, shit, Bailey. You know, mm-hmm. I think that that would have really played. But anyways, we're we're doing what we do and nitpicking, but it was something. And I, it was something. I, I got to say, on a positive, you know, people say WWE doesn't really do long-term booking well, but this show was bookended by two stories that were year-long stories that started at SummerSlam and ended at SummerSlam. And they were also two very different stories. And as a final chapter to do these two stories, I think Becky and Bianca and Brock Roman gave us two really good matches to close the book on, on those rivalries, at least for now. If they go back to it a few years from now, fine. But this year-long story that they gave us, SummerSlam to SummerSlam, the four of them, I think they did really well. I agree. I think they were done pretty well. Uh, I'm not I'm not mad. There were there were lulls. I thought if I were to go through it, I'd say there were points when I thought it wasn't great. But that happens. Yeah. I mean, listen, they 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 teased Rock and Cena for what two years straight. You know this that that's going to happen. But I agree. I think it's pretty good. And I, by the way, I think they also put the Street Profits and Usos to bed. Yeah, they they put everything to bed. Thank God. I mean, I mean it's going to be interesting to see what Ronda so does. But is it? I think so. Because honestly, the baby face Ronda wasn't hitting. It, it wasn't it wasn't popping like they thought it you was. You think that was full blown? She's done that ten times in my opinion. Maybe this was a little bit more extreme, but she's teased the heel turn a thousand times and they still don't like. They yeah, they did it. They it's, did it this time. <laughs> they did it this did time. Did I miss something on any, Monday? Any other time she smacked? Well, she's a SmackDown superstar, so it'll be Friday. But they also Friday, announced whatever. that she was suspended indefinitely, and they find oh, quote unquote. So we'll no, see. No, no, but, but but here's but. the the obvious difference here is that it's live. Is that it's live. So the fact of the matter is because she beat down Liv and I mean, listen, I will say this, though, the referee attack, people act as if that adds to the heel turn. It, it doesn't. It actually pops the crowd. No, people like to see the referee get popped for some reason. I don't know what I don't know what people have against zebras, <laughs> but I've never seen a referee get hands put on them that it wasn't that didn't, you know, it didn't pop the crowd and wasn't well received. 
that that's that would be my one tiny point about that. But otherwise, I mean, listen, I don't know what Dip wants wants you to say about Rhonda. Like, sorry guys, Dip's taking a business call right now. But here's the thing: Dip's like, oh, I don't know. What what are you gonna do? So so what is there to do? It was not working as a babyface. We all agree with that. Yep. They had her beat the hell out of Liv. Now, listen, there's some people I talked to who thought the um, people who know more than me who thought the Liv pin was not was lazy or that they could they could have come up with a better way to get her a win in that match than tap than getting the pin during the arm bar. Yeah, they protected Ronda. <laughs> like, let's be honest. They protected Ronda. Instead of giving Liv a shred of credibility, because even, even having her tap while Ronda was pinned was for Ronda. Wait, was did she say, tap? She did. She tapped at two. And but even, they didn't see it. The ref didn't see it because he was counting. So even that protects Ronda, and it does, you know what I mean. Like that, Liv can't. So it's half ass. It's half ass. It's, yeah. it's half pregnant. Is what you're saying? Yeah, basically. Because even if you think like. You know, when Brett had Sean in the sharpshooter at WrestleMania 12, he was in there for like over a minute. Liv can't can't do two more seconds in Ronda's armbar. Same thing with Stone right. Cold. He passed no, out. It's, it's a great point, Liv SGG. can't do two more seconds they in have, armbar. They, ha- they have to protect Ronda that much that even in losing, and even though she lost in a way that really didn't say anything about her. Right, because put we, one shoulder off the, off the ground. Like, where, where's your head at? Yeah, like it, it, it's they still had to absolutely protect her at all costs, and you know what the cost is? The cost is to some degree live getting anything credible. Yeah, but Which it was have but, to know that. But dip, it's at least something. I mean, we wanted we wanted Ronda to, to turn. She did. Yeah, I was gonna say if nothing else, it's what we asked for. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Let me put over Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose's donuts. Okay, I went to the uh, opening of the donuts. The, the, par- the donut party that they uh, that uh, Sonia Deville invited me to. And I will tell you that these donuts are delicious. Demandy's Donuts. Um, wow. So I, it's a ghost I, kitchen right now. And, and they're, um, you know, they're going to be opening hopefully some brick and mortar locations. But uh, Demandy's Donuts, shout out to my, my, my friend Sonia Deville, who's a mage individ. I never met Mandy Rose. I met Mandy Rose for the first time. And... Uh, these are the donuts of the cinch. Wow. I'm, I'm, By I'm the way, Dipperstein is the friend stealer of the millennium. I, you think I heard about a donut? You are the such a vintage friend. There hasn't been a, a friend stealing this bad since Marissa Mendez stole Amber Rose from me. It's one of the worst friend stealing things I've ever seen in my and life. And I got to say this, too. I got to say this, too. I'll take your word. I'll take your word for it on the donuts. But I love how you completely Euro stepped a question asked to you by Rosenberg in a yeah, conversation a on a topic that you brought question. up. <laughs> we're talking about Rhonda because of you. <laughs> you brought up Rhonda and I and while you were on <laughs> while you were on a phone call, I said I, what I knew you were thinking, which is uh, what is this? And I said, what would you want them to do otherwise? <laughs> and you went, let me tell donuts. you about Sonia and Mandy's donuts. <laughs> yeah, um, I let me tell you what's going to happen with Ronda Rousey. Okay? Here we go. Good. Let me t- tell us. <laughs> this Let me to go. This okay. is what you're here for. Here's what's going to happen with Ronda Rousey. It's going to be the same thing that she already does, and you're not going to see anything different because, with all due respect, she's not. <laughs> her presentation is not great, and so she's not going to be able to do a different character in a way that's going to be satisfactory to the WWE universe. I hope it will be. But unless they change her look completely and her moveset and her presentation and the way she conducts herself in the ring and outside the ring, it's going to be the same thing. Hold on. I have, so, a, I have a counterpoint, though. Of course, Greg counter- disagrees. Well, no, I just, want, I, I just want some clarification. I just want some but clarification. But I'm right. I just want some clarification, right? Because the reason we wanted her to turn heel Ugh. was because her moveset and everything about her presentation. She's a heel. It's too little heel. too late. She's been right. a heel. Right. So now that she is heel, why, what, why does she have to change anything if she's naturally course corrected? Greg, I just want to watch interesting television. Okay. That's why. I, if, if it's the same <laughs> thing, it's like, oh God, they finally turn her heel. But it's not the same thing though, the because they're not telling her to cheer. They're not telling us to cheer for her or presenting it in a way that's Yeah, like, but that, see that, 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 no. Greg, I'm, I'm, why I'm, do you, ha- what, what, this is a crazy you push argument. Me, you push me to dip. Now that's a semantics argument because just because they changed 
the where she sits in the landscape that if dip saying she needs a presentation change, mm-hmm. he's not saying he cares about her character. He's saying her presentation with the whole thing doesn't work. That's, that's what Dipperstein said. Well, what didn't yep. work though was like that she's smiling and she's like, you know, she's I don't think that she's always scowling and then smiling really an and asshole. scowling at the wrong times. What do you mean? It's, I think it's an oversimplification. I think the Rhonda presentation, um, I, I understand what Dip is saying. Uh, what I'll say, it needs things need to change. And I, I, I SGG, you if if you want to die on that hill, that it's gonna like gonna feel much different. By all no, means, I don't think do it'll it. feel much different. I don't but think I mean, it will. I don't think it'll feel much different. But I think something does have to be said for the fact that like now they're not completely insulting our intelligence by saying, but this is what makes her a good guy. Like or that we should cheer for this. All right, we'll see. Let's anyway. see what happens on Friday. Let's change the subject. Let me tell you about some donuts. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Let me tell you about some donuts. <laughs> <laughs> what? By the way, what flavor donuts did they have? Every kind of gimmick donut. I mean, oh, but by the way, it was like, was it like the, uh, was it like the Billy Joel roll of of donuts? Oh, the rock and roller coaster roll. Because dip, one of Dip's favorite gimmicks is going to the a Japanese restaurant and ordering the roller coaster. You know, spider, like super califragilistic, rock and roller coaster roll. I love all that. <laughs> I love them all. Give me and the craziest one. Did they do the donut? Did there were there donuts like it's a donut covered in Oreos, covered oh, in no. cereal? It's covered in things that you would expect it to be covered in. And, you know, a donut. First of all, I'm not even a donut guy. So if you're getting me, I'm not a donut guy. So if you're getting me to take a bite of a donut and then finishing the donut, there's something going on with the donut. You know, and yeah. uh, man, by the way, Mandy Rose, a great gun. I had never met Mandy Rose. I barely know Mandy Rose. I've talked to her a f- two, three times. By the, and know. by the way, by the way, let me say something about about Mandy about Mandy Rose and Sony Deville. They both live right by my grandmother. Really? So let me tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to tell my grandmother to take Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville for a corned beef sandwich at Flakowitz. That in, sounds in like a Delray great Beach, idea, Florida. Huh? I said that sounds like a great idea. It's amazing that that um, my grandmother and 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 uh, amazing female wrestlers can cohabitate in the same community. It, it's like a it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's um, exciting. I'm gonna have a new. This could change. This could change. My grandmother change. needs younger friends. And this could change your entire um, you know Christmas week experience. Yeah. Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose joining the Dippersteins over the holidays. It's I wonderful. could see, I could see maybe um, Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville being a good pickleball uh, tag team. <laughs> uh, don't you think? Maybe picking up Canasta. Do you think that? Do you think that? No, Mandy no, no, Rose, no, no. Do you think the Mandy Mahjong, Rose could learn how to play Canasta? The Mahjong, the Mahjong group of the Cinch. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, by the way, I have no idea what Canasta is. I mean, I've heard of it. No idea what it is. Like, if you were to say right now, tell me what Canasta is. I, I Here's what I'll tell you. I Okay, here's what I believe. I believe Canasta is a game that involves one of the, like a tennis ball, a tennis ball holder. Like the, 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 you know, like when you buy a thing of pen tennis balls, you know, the, the tube or whatever. I believe it's like it involves that and you're taking things and you're putting it inside it and you're no, covering it. It's a card it game. Oh, right? it's a card game. Right? I, I don't I have, know. I have no idea. I have no I'm, idea. Of course. As you, so, you never even heard of it, have you? Never. The point is, uh, my grandmother has new people yep, to befriend. Yep, card game. You're correct, Dip. It's a... Uh, How do you it, spell it? C-A-N-A-S-T-A. How do you Except play it? A K you never heard of Canasta, Greg? Never. Um, <laughs> anyway, so shout out to Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville, who will now be... Um, best friends with my grandmother in Delray Beach, Florida, 
playing canasta, playing uh, shuffleboard and and and, uh, you know, going to lunch, getting corned beef sandwiches at the Jewish deli. The new life of Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose. What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm into this. I think this is a great Sonia Deville and, and Mandy Rosenstein. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Sonia Deville? Sonia Devilman. Sonia Devilman. Sonia Devilberg. <laughs> what will you will you tell her? Will you tell her that I'm offended? I wasn't invited to the uh, donuts. It was in and, L.A. That when so she well. says that, when she says that, he still would have liked an invite. I got the yeah. personal flyer text message. Yeah, wow! I did you didn't not, even get a text message, P. I didn't get any. I didn't see a flyer. I didn't get anything. Wow. So, so um, you know, here's what I'll say. I'm very impressed with Logan Paul. I think Logan Paul has has is like I'm all in on Logan Paul. What? Well, who is this guy? Is he is he insane? He's amazing. Apparently, he was a he's has an amateur wrestling background. He wrestled in uh, Ohio, um, in high school, and I think a little bit in college. All right. Anyway, so I, he, I think that's where a little bit of that comes from because he picked it up just incredibly fast for big just fan. a celebrity. No one does it. No one puts somebody over better than the Miz. Miz is such a legend, isn't he? Ugh. Um, such a legend. That's a strong. He's a, he's a future <laughs> Hall of Famer. Oh, he's absolutely that's a fact. Future Hall of Famer. Dip. I mean, listen. Uh, future meaningful Hall of Famer. Okay. Yeah, no, yes. Yes. That, that was the, you corrected it perfectly. He is a future meaningful Hall of Famer, one thousand percent. Such a legend. I, I know, whatever. Anyway, he puts people over really well. I just want Logan Paul to have a real storyline, other than like he's Logan Paul. You know what I mean? So I don't know he's, if we'll get that, but um, he's impulsive, he's impulsive bro. bro. Yeah. Um, and also, the bad news for Logan Paul is the thing that makes this complicated. He did a great job at the pay per view. The problem with Logan Paul is though. He will not. He will only be a baby face. It seems in those moments when he surprises people with how he can wrestle. Otherwise, when they hear him announced and see him walk, they want to boo him. It's all they can do. What were the let's? What was the um the the few dangerous spots that we were pointing out with McAfee? I would say that I would say one of the most dangerous, and which you, I don't even think you counted as one of the dangerous spots with McAfee yeah. was the um was the kick to the to the corner in the stomach. I oh I did I did notice that was a little weird. He you he couldn't move after that, and maybe I'm wrong. And I, he was just selling it really well, but he was really they had to stop it for a second, and he had to catch his breath. It was bad. By that the way, was a really that was the really difficult moment to watch. Yeah, but he, I, I he did a great job. I, I can never trust Dip because when he says he's worried about someone being injured, it'll half the time be part of the storyline of the match. The the parts <laughs> that I'm referring to, so he jumped were, on the top rope is one for me. He jumped on the top rope. He almost broke his neck. And and he well, there's there's two of them. They were both on the top. The rope. superplex. He almost broke his neck. The superplex. He jumped up and lost his footing. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Then, no. That and, then right. they, and then there was another off the top rope where his head was three. Yeah. When he jumped on the top rope was a problem. And when he jumped off the top rope later was another problem. But when he went back up on the top rope on the other side, guys, before he leapt down to the floor, he had literally had his arms up in the air. I've never seen it happen. Like he was about to fall off the fucking top turnbuckle to the floor. I don't know. And then he, and then to his credit, he recovered and managed to hit the fucking, uh, hit the spot anyway. But geez, scary moment there. And while we're talking about uh, McAfee, either pay for the license or get a theme music that sounds nothing like it, because the Seven Nation Army. I don't know what the the little remix was that they had for him. The Six Nation Army didn't do it for you. No, it did not. <laughs> it did not. See if the they Five Nation Brigade did not do it for me. Let's see. Oh, here it is. His song is called For the Brand. No, it was. Oh, awful. the Let's Go. I don't like the Let's Go. You know how I feel about Let's Go. I'm not a Let's Go guy. I'm, I'm not an LFG guy. You know that. Peter? You hate Let's Go. I hate Let's Go. This alone, but with no, let's uh, go. It's terrible. Is that his NXT song? That I guess this is NXT. NXT song. That's not the new one. No, it's like because they had the choir come out and basically give the crowd a tutorial for how to do the new chant. 
They hear his song and then the match goes on and then the crowd still ends up chanting to the cadence of Seven Nation Army because nobody likes that song. Do you think they changed his theme music because they're going to have him in the ring more? I think there was probably just he's certainly not going to be a one-off. It's going to it's going to happen. That wasn't his last match. No, like what we see like it more frequently, like not not week to week, but like monthly. No, I think we still see him. I think we will see him wrestle two to three times a year. And I think because of that, if they weren't willing to pay for white stripes, the idea of having to deal with it every time and living forever on the network just didn't feel worthwhile to them. It's my assumption. What do you Thank think you. of the edge? The edge. Thing? I think edge is like, no, I'm not a big edge with short hair guy. You know, I like the fire thing. That was good. I like fire. Of course you do. Fire. I agree. I, I, agree. I, I, I want edges hair. I want to, you got to have there. a long haired edge or else it's just, you know, it's, it's not even edge. It's teetering on the edge. It's, <laughs> Well done. Well done. Um, by the way, um, oh, here we go. Hold on. Natalie and Rossi's weighing in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello? Hi. Hey, I'm still doing the uh, Cheap Heat podcast. Did you want to offer anything to the, um, any thoughts on SummerSlam? I wish I was there. I know. I know it was hard for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, the, you know, you were, you know, you were invited. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, I didn't By a know. great guy, and yet you decided not to go. Right. Well, I didn't know it was going to feel like WrestleMania. Like, it was super mage. <laughs> what, what, uh, what match did you enjoy the most? <sighs> I mean, Roman's match was, was fun. You know, it was, um, I like, I, you know, I like that one a lot. I don't know. It was, all, it was all pretty good. But I like, you know, Roman kills it. You popped. Oh, that's I know that's coughing white dog. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, honey, I'll hit you back. All right, love you. Bye, Bye. I love you. Um, hey guys, you want to do um a segment on the program? I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blacker than black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. SGG. So I have a couple of nominees for this segment. Um, after the roast, I'm a little tempted to give it to Ric Flair's liver for holding up just long enough for him to have his last match. Um, I would I would love to give it to the Choco Taco just as a as a goodbye. Well, Dip brought up donuts. If Dip can give if Dip can give us 15 minutes on donuts, I can give us the Choco Taco for the Black Power Records. Yeah, as a nomination. This is, this is a new. Uh, I don't know if it's high or low, you know, but it's, it's something. I will. Hold on. Hold on. Those are just nominees. Um, oh, wait. You know? We don't do nominees, dude. We just say who's going in. This you made yours a taco. This, this is the Black Power Records, right? We can do it how we want. Um, but yeah, I, I have to show, throw a shout out to, to Bianca Belair and Big E, um, guests uh, that on the Ring of Wrestling show this week. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to myself. Really? This Never seen this before record. either. This, yeah, I'm gonna okay. Give, I'm going to give it to myself because um, I had a great time this SummerSlam weekend. If, you, if you're subscribed to the Ring of Wrestling show feed, which you should be, you know, you saw me all over the place. I, like I said, I interviewed Bianca Belair, interviewed Big E, Finn Balor, uh, went to the Ric Flair roast. The, apparently the camera loved me at the Ric Flair roast. It, it really How's did. How's Big E we, doing? What's with uh, Big E? What's going on there? With what? Yo, Big listen, e. to, listen to the interview. After you watched Superstar Sunday, I don't, don't do us time. like this. Don't do us like this. Yeah, yeah, well, do you think you think there's any chance? The man has barely seen no. wrestling in a month. I, no, I think there's no chance. I think there's no chance. Zero, zero. But chance. I'm not gonna do his homework for him. Yo, you want to hear what happened to Biggie? 
subscribe to the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Listen, it's all there for you. But yeah, I'm giving it to myself, man. I had a great week. Also, we had, we had delicious chicken on Friday. We did have delicious chicken. It was, it it was it came as recommended because you never know when you know somebody at their own establishment is telling you like, oh, you're gonna really like this. This is really good. But it was really good. Washed it down with a delicious moonshine beverage. That it was, was so. Oh, so it was wonderful. Dip, you Nashville, missed a, uh, Nashville, you missed a great in. meal. You missed a I'm great in. meal and and uh, prioritize your life. Right now. Exactly. Get your head out of your ass. Um, make make room for the mage things in your life. Is there a wrestling? Is there a wrestling show I can come to that's uh, not in a bizarro city? Anything normal? Well, Extreme Rules in Philly. Yeah, there's Philadelphia in two months, but the next one is in Wales, and then Philadelphia. Which also, by the way, uh, we left that out of news. Do we mention last week that Philadelphia is getting WrestleMania 40? Oh, we did not mention that Philadelphia is getting WrestleMania. Dip, 40. you're getting back-to-back home WrestleManias in, in one <laughs> this in, is so, true. somehow. Home and home of Jace. I'm not going to stay. I'm not going to live at home during WrestleMania weekend. Uh, of I will. Yeah, well, I will. Who suggested well, your that? Your parents Who's moved, so that's not even an option. But no, I think I'm, he's. I think he's talking about Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> he's talking, of he's course. Talking, he's doing staycation for Hollywood. <laughs> I am. He's not driving down from the hills. I wonder where they're going to put everybody. I will say I, I'm going to have a um, a Dipper Lago extravaganza, though, for sure. One of those nights. I, I You think, hold on, you're going to not. You're he's gonna not going to s- be there, but he's going to drive back to host a party. Yeah. Hey, Problem? I respect it. I respect Problem? it. Problem? Issues? It's very weird. It it's weird, very I'm weird. I, I'm just, I'm just being honest. Yeah, it's weird. It, it's you gotta. I think you gotta choose. I, I, I'm sorry. I think you have to choose. Don't ask I'm me saying. for a Demandy's donut at my house, okay? Oh. <laughs> well, by the way, I'll gladly come have a Mandy's donut, but that means you're staying at home and you're hosting a party and everyone comes over. I think you have. Do- and you then I leave, and then I go back to the Talon Hotel. That's very. <laughs> that's I gotta so say, it's wild. very strange. You're you're one notch from waiting out downstairs with a program and a belt. Okay, you're that's that's close. I got okay. Let's let just let me say one thing. Hold on, Black Power Rankings. Give you a pick. Hold on, hold on. Let me just close it up. Uh, I, I'm going. I'm going with an actual wrestler. I'm going to go with Jay Lethal for his performance. Oh, I have mine was Jay Lethal. Well. Uh-huh. I'll have you know that someone approached me at the hotel in Nashville and said that uh, if I'm not a wrestler, I ought to be. And I don't know if he was commenting on my <laughs> my height or my weight, but I'm going to take it as a compliment and a qualification to be a part of his Black Power Records. All right, Dip, what were you going to say? Um, I will make a pledge to the Cheap Heat universe that some at some point during WrestleMania week in Hollywood in April... We will figure out a hang at Dipper Lago okay. with the powers of pain and demolition. So okay. hold on. Is Are this you inviting be... cheap heat listeners? Is that what's happening? So, so yeah. So, and is this separate from you also having like a soiree at your house? With Maybe like, they come to the soiree and a couple of cheap heat listeners get to be invited to the VIP. That's the part. <laughs> soiree that we have at Dipper Lago, which will be catered and there'll be bartenders and it'll be, you know. For the listeners, though, you got to do like a, a blindfold, get in a van and then I'll drop yeah, you yeah. back off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to do that. Do they, have to get in the, they have to get in the Fakakta van. No address. No one yeah. can Uber to meet, your house. Meet here. You're going to get it. You return in your phones. You're going to yeah, get dip, in the it's gonna be like It's going to be like one of Meek Mill's post BET awards parties. Okay. You have <laughs> that to. That, that, that were very organized. <laughs> <laughs> You show up somewhere, you get in a van, you drive. Turn on your phone, you you have a good time, you get back in the van, we give you your phone back, we we drop you back off. Because, by the way, you know I'm a big shuttle guy. You know I love a wedding with a shuttle. That's my my favorite thing is a shuttle wedding. (laughs) (laughs) You shuttle me at... You know, dip is, he's being sarcastic. He hates the shuttle, but but dip. That's, that's why, why it's not bad enough. Why. I flew to some random place for the wedding. Now I have to be shuttled to the wedding. <laughs> I can't even take an Uber or walk to the wedding. <laughs> the place where I'm staying is not at the where the wedding is. I have to be shuttled. Don't you love that my wedding was just right outside your room? That yes. was the, the convenience. Yes, Although if, I did if you're fly gonna, to Mexico, if you're gonna fly us to, if you're gonna make me fly to Mexico, <laughs> can I just step outside my room, please? Right. I agree with that. It was literally the ceremony was like a hundred feet from my building. I appreciated that. But I'm with Dip. I I, I you know what? Yeah. yeah. I, if I, I if I had to fly to Mexico and then found out there was a shuttle, I wouldn't have been there. 
You would have taken I, the, I'll tell you the, the shuttle. shuttle. He would have taken the shuttle right back to the airport. Yeah. Um, all right. We don't have time to do a mailbag today. We, but the bottom line is this. We love you all. We will get to the mailbag next week. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Shout out to our producer, Troy. Um, the, you know, did you, Dip, have you heard Troy's tales from England yet? Is, something go, is there something going on? Oh, there's, there's something, something going, going on. on. There's, something. there's always something going on. I got to tell you something. Let me tell you something about, about Troy that I've learned. Okay. okay. Something. I haven't he, talked to Troy in a couple of weeks now. It's, he's a minimalist when he comes to stuff, not when it comes to wanting to have ladies in his life. Not a minimalist. He's a maximalist. Well, he, he's a, a minimalist, so he can make room for all the ladies. <laughs> yeah, he's got room. He doesn't. Don't worry. Don't worry. You don't, you're not going to trip over a uh, a some sort of a George Foreman grill or you know pressure cooker or a vacuum. He doesn't have any of that stuff. But what he will have is an apartment filled with women. That's Troy. <laughs> Troy the Goy. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. And also, uh, make sure you stay mage. Enjoy yes, yourself. Yes, sure. Professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage. Mage. You're not wrong.